This is a Stand Up New York Labs production, providing you podcasts since 2013. Welcome to the J Train Podcast. This is J Train Jared Freed coming to you live from Los Angeles with Esther Koo. What's up, Jared? We're here at Esther's apartment. She's been nice enough to let me come on her podcast, and then we were like, let's do another one and do some emails and get one out of our system right now. We had so much in common. We both love Shark Tank and we talked about it for like 20 minutes on my podcast. So if you're gonna, (laughs) if you're listening right now, you need to go out and check out Esther's podcast. It's called Coup and the Gang. What day does it come out? Um, It will come out Friday. It it comes out every Friday? Yeah. So listen, you add it to your queue. You add it to your like, you know, we got J Train Tuesdays and Fridays and you got Coup and the Gang. On Fridays. On Fridays. And at Esther Koo on Twitter and Instagram. Go follow her, support her. So funny. And we had a good time talking Shark Tank. Yeah, man. We, that was awesome. <laughs> I loved it. Well, that's the thing. You do meet people. When they share your show, you're like, okay, we're cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like you hear, oh, you like Shark Tank? Good. You know, and then there's people that like, I know I hate because they won't stop talking about certain shows. Mm-hmm. Like some people are like breaking bad devouts. Like, it's like their religion or some shit. I mean, everybody watches Breaking Bad. I tr- and everybody I, talks about it. But you they, never watched it? I watched a season, then I kind of fell out. What? And this, this oh, is the thing. my God. Don't ruin our Shark Tank relationship <laughs> oh with your Breaking how Bad can you, pushing. How can you only watch one season? Ah, it's just a lot of work. I, listen, wow. I was getting bed sores. How was, are all these people watching these shows? I was at the edge of my seat watching Breaking Bad. I don't know. I, I just, it is such a good show. I like stupid shows. I like Shark Tank. I like... Kitchen Nightmares. I like uh, 600-pound life. Like any show where I can feel better about myself. (laughs) Teen Mom. Oh, wow. See, I, I, yeah, I never watched that stuff. But this is the thing. I I do think that you, when you find someone like Shark Tank, you're like, oh, you're a Shark Tank person. Then you start naming off episodes and products you like. You're like, okay, we're cool. We, you know, we get this whole thing. Yeah, but, no, we found that commonality. So we went and talked about it on Esther's podcast, and then she was nice enough to. You don't let have to call me the... Esther. That's like calling me Mrs. What is it? What do you call? You can call me Koo. Koo? Yeah. We went a whole better. podcast. It's way better. Aren't you a fret boy? Call me by my last name. I don't know. It wasn't. I, <laughs> I guess that's what we're supposed to do. <laughs> are we what on up, the same, Koo? Aren't we on the same soccer team? I guess that's so. That's what it says on my jersey. <laughs> well, so, well, actually, Yao Ming, like Asian, if you want to go Asian, non-Asian stuff, they're, they put their first name on the back of their jersey sometimes. Well, that's because their first name is their last name. Like, we write it backwards. Really? Yeah. Like, we write Koo Esther. Oh, I had no idea. Or we'd write Free Jared. Oh, so that's why it's on the jersey? Yeah, because that's actually our last name. So Yao Ming. Everything is backwards with Asians. Interesting. Oh, this is a, this is a, see, we all learn on the J-Train podcast. Yes. This is a, How many Asians have you had on J-Train? We've had a, we've had a handful of Asians. Okay. <laughs> we've had a, but not few. the good ones like me. I know. Well, you have been on it. <laughs> You are. You've oh, been on the show. I'm talking shit about myself. Yeah. So we're gonna do some emails. We're gonna get straight into it. Okay. Um, should we mention what just happened? We the article that you just. Cause oh, you want to share? Sure. Well, because we talk about dating and relationship stuff on this podcast, and you, it's all about perspectives. And you can send in anything you like. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. And you are in a bit of a controversy right now. And it's in the New York Post. So we literally just, we're sitting in your apartment, we're taping your podcast. I guess it's a slow dude news day in New York when they're writing about fucking... Coos in the Post. Comic faces backlash for racially charged tweets by Christian Goyalon. Okay, so explain the background of this, but we were literally just taping your podcast and then you turn on your phone and you were like... Oh my God! I just got I this just got notification this, that I'm in the post. So explain to the listeners what happened. Um, well, you know, all these people on Twitter yesterday were like retweeting my tweets 
Oh, I know. It's because my other podcast, I posted a clip saying like how to get an Asian girlfriend. Okay. Because one of my Periscope users asked me and I just said, just clip your toenails and make sure you stay groomed and we don't like body hair. That's okay. All, that's all I said. So I, that's how you get an Asian girlfriend? I, I mentioned nothing about like, you know, white guys, Asian guys, nothing. No, it was all personal. You're saying as right, an Asian was, woman. As an Asian woman. This is what I would want. Get, here's how to woo me. Okay. Just be manicured. Okay. You know? And, it's very simple. <laughs> yeah. And all these a- crazy Asian people came after me and um, uh, they retweeted a tweet that I wrote. White men shouldn't have to be made to feel bad about their attraction to Asian females. They make nicer partners than wife beating Asian men. Okay, and that's Which, insinuating, and not exactly just insinuating. You're saying <laughs> well, that Asian men... I was Asian married to men, an Asian man, and th- they beat me. Yes. Okay, well, I'm sorry to hear and that. And then they I mean, also retweeted a very funny tweet of mine. Don't act like these self-driving cars aren't being made for us chinks. <laughs> okay. So so these a- people on Twitter were of Asian background, and they were saying that you were being anti-Asian. Yeah. Because you were helping... I'm, per- I'm helping men. perpetuate stereotypes, you know. And white men get well, with Asian girls if that's wrote, what they prefer. This whole I'm such a rad Asian because I hate Asians and love white people shtick is getting thoroughly tiresome now. Somebody wrote. I love when people who hate on you on Twitter, they always use words they would never use in their everyday life. Tiresome. Right. What are they, you, an they English only, teacher? They only write that. I'm very, like they sound like they're a count. Of Monte Cristo, like this, like this, this act, this act you're doing is tiresome to me. <laughs> like all of a sudden, they become an old English, you know, a guy who owns a you know piazza or some shit, you know, like it, they, no one ever's like, ah, this is bullshit. Yeah. It's always you don't understand what it's like with this tiresome. No, this is what act. we were talking about, like this whole backlash culture. Yeah, like this is a story, really. About a, a story about some somebody tweeted me that they're mad at me, and now it's a story in the New York Post. Also, they don't even care about you. It's not this like they're followers of yours. This is why I read the Daily yours. News, not That's the right. Post. That's right. But they're not even followers of yours. They found something. They were looking for ways to get excited, it yeah. feels like. Like these Twitter people were like, do they follow you? Um, No. Yeah, they just find yeah, they controversy. Just, they don't even follow me, right. They're just looking for things to get angry about. No, like there was a story about uh, this white woman. She was like a curator in a museum in mm-hmm. charge of like African-American artifacts. Okay. And everybody was out like outraged that like, well, why can't why is a white person in charge of this African section? Then oh you read God. this story and she actually has like a fucking master's degree yeah. <laughs> in African-American well, art I, that, well, that's Well, that's the thing. They didn't just go through a lineup of like all... Uh, black people with certifications and then they're like nah we're gonna take the white janitor yeah. <laughs> you're not, in charge of the African American museum she's not just some random white yeah, girl yeah it's she, like, her life's work it's like been... yeah it makes a great headline sure and it's just clickbait and yeah. then you click on it and you're like oh this is a non-story this is like, a non-story she's actually very qualified <laughs> to be working there in charge of the African artifacts but everyone found a way I'm that... like museums are the most boring places to be I wouldn't think black people would want to work there well anyone in general I don't even like think it matters to your race yeah <laughs> like, it is so fucking but boring it if is, a white person wants to do it all the more power to them it's so interesting that like people just want I it, sometimes outrage makes people feel smarter than everyone else like how could you have a white woman in charge of an African American museum and it's like yeah um, I guess she probably that, just has a fat ass <laughs> That's, that's probably how she found her boyfriends in college. Yeah, that. It's just like the white guys who major in East Asian cultural studies. Does that happen? All the time. Really? Oh, yeah. Those are the creepiest guys to us. Like any guy who's uh, like, you know, like, I studied. No, too much Asian I stuff. studied abroad in Japan for a year. Actually, uh, no guy studies abroad in Japan for a year. They always stay there. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's do some emails. Now that you're, you're an expert in, you know, the. Asian dating scene. I don't know. Uh, let's do some emails. We got tons of emails here, and we should just keep going through them. Um, you ca- you got a clock there? You keep us on. You keep us honest. Yeah. Once we get to mm-hmm. hour ish. Oh, an hour. Okay. Get me. Give me a sign at fifty. Okay. Just give me a thumbs up. All okay. Because right, cool. I don't. I'm, I, you know, these are new surroundings for me. We're in. We're in Esther Esther Koo's apartment. We're with Koo. Yes. With Koo in her apartment in L.A. It's great to be here. Why do girls love assholes? Follow up. 
Why do girls love assholes? We get emails that are follow-ups oh, to other I thought emails. You, I thought you literally meant like a butthole. Oh, a butthole. No, this is an asshole. Because I do love well, buttholes. She, this is a follow-up. I'm going straight to the email. So I haven't even looked at these before. Yeah. Okay. So she says, we like to read follow-ups sometimes to other emails we've answered in the past. I emailed you about a month ago asking about whether I should hook up with a coworker who sat right across from me. You advised me against it, but it happened anyways. Oops. The good thing is I got a new job shortly after and it wasn't awkward in the office anyways. In the past month, I've also reconnected with a guy from college who I saw one night and he was on the tennis team, tall, smart, good looking, literal nicest guy ever, 8810. We have a rating system here on the podcast, okay? Okay. Guys or girls who can use it. This is face, body, personality. Okay. She's saying that this guy's an 8810. Face, body, personality. It's the area code method. Okay. <laughs> I dug him at first, but we've been talking for a few weeks now, and I'm starting to think he's too nice. Showers me with compliments, takes me any opportunity to say something nice about me, takes me to really nice dinners, even bought, uh, brought over a bottle of champagne with flutes to celebrate my new job. Oof. What do, you, do you think a guy can be too nice? Yes. Yes, for sure. Champagne with flutes is also like, dude, what romantic comedy like are you he's, imitating? He sounds gay, not just too nice. Really? Yes. Like... Like, if a guy came over, if you got, like, let's say you tomorrow you get a sitcom. Mm-hmm. New York Post article comes up, someone picks it up, options it for that story for a sitcom. And this guy that you've been seeing for, like, a month is like, here's the champagne and flutes. You did it. Would you not be happy with that gesture? Well, I think you when you're dating girls, you have to treat us like just... Just put our, put yourself in our shoes. Okay. Do you have low self-esteem? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Do we have low self-esteem? Yes. Yes. Just like you do. Mm-hmm. We're human beings. Okay. We have low self-esteem. So when somebody starts being really nice to us, to us, that's suspect. And it's suspicious. It, so you, got, and, you start to wonder... What is wrong with this dude to need me that much? Exactly. And I, I mean, guys think this too. I've had many cases where I'm like, what's up with this chick? I'm not that good. Exactly. Yeah. We, we know our um, limitations and our imperfections. So when we see somebody being like so in love with us without knowing us yet, especially yeah. when a guy starts showering us with stuff without even... Knowing us. Well, this is actually a move, too. Guys will do a lot of showering if they have no personalities. So they'll do this because they know oh, these I are know like... I know tons of guys who have done that to my friends and shower them, like take them shopping. And, you know, at month one and two, they're like, oh my God, he's so nice. We yeah. go to the mall and he buys me whatever I want. And I'm like, oh, wow, that sounds amazing. And then, like, mm-hmm. six months later, he's, she's like, oh my God, he was such an asshole. He cheated on me. Then he comes and he's like, oh... Yeah. I'm done. Yeah. No so, more champagne flutes. So it is very suspect when somebody like showers you with too it, many it, stuff. And exactly what you're saying. It's just it, like kind of like a mix of what we're both saying is like guys know the formula. We're like, okay, just be nice and girl will be into you. So if, he, if he's doing it in ways that don't take up much of his time, you have to wonder like, okay, is he just doing well, the formula also, to get me? We also want to believe that... There's a way that we can earn your love mm. rather than just, oh, well, just because I'm pretty, I just have you. Like, that's to me, that just like show us that we can earn it. You have to be a uh, a high, a top shelf bitch. Like, don't we'll <laughs> lead up to it, you know? Like, so he even bought, brought over a champagne with flutes to celebrate my new job. The sex is good, but not out of this world. Right? Because no one's earning the sex. Yeah. I know I'm not ugly, but his that's constant... What, but, but that's why he's bringing the gifts, because he knows he sucks in bed. <laughs> he's making up for it. So I, She writes, I know I'm not ugly, but his constant compliments on how I look, personality, everything's are starting to raise red flags. Don't get me wrong, I love romance, but this is just becoming too cutesy. On the other hand, the asshole ex-coworker I hooked up with once... And he's a 667. So the guy that is nice is an 8810, face, body, personality. She describes the asshole from work as a 667. The 667 sounds, sounds way better to me. <laughs> hooked up once. <laughs> Will text me here or there. Still interested to see me again, but very dirt, very dry text combos. Little to no compliments, yet I still think about hooking up with him again. It's the usual girl-loving assholes slash nice guys finished last dilemma. My question is, what is a nice way for me to tell the nice guy to dial it down the niceness? LOL. Definitely not looking for a relationship, but he could rekindle this flickering flame if he was just more of an ass sometimes. Do you think it's a problem that he's an ass? 
or that she's just not into it and she's I, I have a I think theory. I think all guys could get more girls if they were bigger assholes. It's true because But isn't there a line to this? There's too many guys who are ki- like put yourself in our shoes again, right? Mm. Like if you were a girl, wouldn't you get your ass kissed everywhere you went? Yes. I mean, I would like to think that I could do that, but you don't know, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'd like my ass kissed as a guy. Exactly. So, but when you do get your ass kissed... I'd like my butthole kiss as a guy. I mean, what are we... <laughs> It's almost a red flag goes off. Like, what is wrong with this guy? This guy probably is super clingy, But too. can you unbutton the shirt? That's the thing. She's asking, how do I ask this guy who's too nice to tone it down? Will she ever see him that way? Hmm. That's because I don't think she will. Yeah, I think he's buttoned up the shirt, missed a button. Now he's yeah. gonna go. Now he can't go back move down on, the shirt. Move on to a new, new person. I think she's got to end it. I think if, yeah, I think with the, I think a lot of girls what they do is they hold on to good. They hold on to just he's fine. He's not that good. That's what I'm saying. He, she's she's sitting there being like, he's so good to me. How could I she ever has just throw low him away? Self-esteem and don't take that the wrong way. Yeah, I mean that. You know, coming from we the all do. bottom of my super low self-esteem heart. <laughs> <laughs> I do, but I do agree with what you're saying. Is like you got to toss this guy. But I think a lot of women is they'll like. A, I think guys will be like another train coming. Yeah, a lot of men have the ego to support the other train coming philosophy. If I lose this chick, there'll be another girl on Tinder. Yeah. There'll be another girl on Bumble. There'll be another girl on Hinge. Well, I'll find guys, something else. You guys have no standards. Well, this is the thing. Like, the girls take, have a standard where take, it's like... You'll take a pussy attached to a raccoon. Exactly. Yeah. That raccoon will claw out my eyes and I'll go, she gave a great blowjob. Yeah. You know, so I... But I'm. But the, but, this is... Uh, t- we, have, we have actually higher self-esteem than but, you do, but we it's still low. But you, all, but you have standards. Yeah. So, but because of those standards, when a guy reaches half of them, you're like... Okay, at least I got half. You know what? We do do that all the time. We settle. I see my friends settle all Be- the time. They'll be like, okay, the list of check marks goes off for half of them. I'll deal with it. I'll figure out the other ones. Right. Like this girl's basically I'll saying. I'll massage my own feet. Yes. <laughs> well, this girl's basically saying he's so nice and fun, but I still kind of want this asshole. It must mean that if I make him more of an asshole, then I'll like him more. No, you that's cannot, not how it works. You cannot make him an asshole. You can't make him something he's not. And you don't like, like him that much. Like, you like the nice things he does. Who do you think you are? You can turn a nice guy into an asshole. You can't. And also, why would you do that to him? You're going to make him not text you? He's you. The only way out of this is to a new guy. You need to cut off with, you need to cut off with the nice guy because he's never going to change and you're never going to see him in that light. Maybe you'll see it one night. No, you maybe there'll be not, one night of hard sex, and you'll be like, "Oh, he's back," and the then thing it's is, like, "No." You're not sexually attracted to him. Some exactly. fucking pansy cuck who just buys you whatever, <laughs> like fucking champagne. Like those what, are Clue's words, not mine. What are you guys celebrating? Why is he bringing champagne? Was her new job? Oh, okay. It's a little much. I agree. It's too much. It's too the much. The flutes thing is much. It's like you don't even know this guy, and he's celebrating shit for if you. If he had brought over the champagne with like with like no glasses, at least it would have been manly. Because he would, like, the manly version would be like, I bought the champagne. It's not wrapped no, that, up. It's just like, in the back. That's like in the, the box. version of her putting her uh, toothbrush in his apartment. You know? Wait. He brought he brought champagne flutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like he plans to use the champagne flutes again, you creep. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. We're with Esther Koo. At Esther Koo on Twitter and Instagram. Koo! Koo we are sponsored people one of my favorite sponsors adamandeve.com adamandeve.com it's the perfect way to get a little weird with whoever you listen to the show with okay and what they're doing is 50% off just about any item that's 50% off just about any item they're going to give you three free adult DVDs and free shipping and a mystery gift that's a lot of stuff Take advantage. Go to adamandeve.com slash promo code JTrain. Promo code JTrain. Promo code JTrain. Adamandeve.com. Promo code JTrain. J-T-R-A-I-N. Promo code JTrain. Adamandeve.com. Get 50% off just about any item. A mystery gift. And three free adult DVDs. Free shipping as well. That's a lot of stuff. Go now. Adamandeve.com. Promo code JTrain. How to handle the sober friend. 
Dearest J Train, teller of jokes and wearer, wearer of condoms. Spread your cheeks, lift your sack, and let me feather that seam. Now then, <laughs> the feather boys are out. I've been organizing a little get-together for me and my buddies from college. Wait, is this a guy? This is a dude. Okay. I've been organizing a little get-together for me and my buddies from college. We all still keep in touch on a regular basis via group chat, but we work in different cities spread out across the state. One guy in this group who was a party animal back in college declined the invitation because he's now sober and cleaning up his act. He also coincidentally has recently entered a serious relationship. (laughs) I like that he's blaming the relationship, but he didn't really say it. He's like, yeah, he's sober and clean, and also he's got this bitch he's hanging out with now. Making him stop drink. (laughs) I can totally understand why he wouldn't want to come, because me and the boys fully intend to uh, on getting all kinds of fucked up for the weekend. What I can't understand is the way he declined the invite. He said he wouldn't lose any sleep over missing out on getting fucked up, and if we didn't like it, he didn't really care. It really caught me off guard. Is this a big deal? Is this a wo- is this woman poisoning his brain? I knew it was coming. Uh, have you ever dealt with a similar situation? Thanks. Hope you can make it down to NC soon. So I guess he wrote when he declined the invitation. He said, "Quote: Wouldn't lose any sleep over missing out on getting fucked up, and if we." Quote, didn't like it. He didn't really care. What does that mean? Wouldn't lo- he's, That means he's not going to drink with them? He's saying that missing a trip of getting fucked up doesn't matter to him. He's fine. Oh, because he's in love. Yeah. And I think the girl also showed him what he looked like drunk. And he was like, yeah, I guess I should fix this issue. Yeah. I'll say this from the other. Have you ever had a situation with a sober, sober friend? Um, Like I wanted them to drink. Well, have you been out, like, you're a big group setting, and one person's sober and the rest are drinking? I mean, that's usually me. <laughs> oh. Do you not drink? I do, but I have cut down a lot on my drinking. Okay. And how do you feel about that I when the smoke, group is drinking? I smoke a lot of weed, though. Okay. So I'm not sober. So do you feel weird being around a bunch of people drinking? Um, Does it make it tough? If they're sitting there having shots, are you going to go, oh, no? How do you feel? Um. Well, I... I I do have the ability to resist drinking myself if I'm bringing, sure. but I'm in bars all the time because I'm mm-hmm. doing comedy shows. Of course. And so I don't have a problem being there mm-hmm. if everybody else is drinking. I've been in bars, not drank, and smoked. Let me let me relate to this guy a little bit. Okay. Okay. Let me tell two stories. One, um, after freshman year of college, I lost a bunch of weight and I was eating like really specifically. And anytime you make a big change in your life, you become a little bit uh, high horsed about it. You'd be like, I would never do that. You, there's just, we, it's a pendulum swing. And we're all trying to get to that like place where we can live life normally. This guy is going so far to the right on this or left or whatever it is because he needs to get right. So I understand he sounds like a dick, but he's just going through the stages of getting to normalcy with his problem. Yeah. I do understand, I do understand how the friend takes it. We're like, why do you have to judge us for getting fucked up? It does feel like that type of email. Don't put your shit on him. Understand that he's going through a tough time himself and he's just trying to get to normal. He's trying to be a normal person who doesn't drink. He's trying to be your friend. He'll come back to you, but now is not the time. Yeah. He needs this time. And don't fight him on that email. Don't not why become his you, friend. Why would you want him there if he's sober? Um, if Listen, if someone got sober and wanted to go on the weekend trip with a bunch of guys... And wasn't and could come and not judge people and not drink and be, and feel good about it. Good for them. That's great. That's my friend. Yeah. But I'm saying this guy knows he can't handle it yet. So what he's doing is putting up this big wall. He's throwing out this like he, he's throwing a grenade at the party so that they don't want him I to say come. Don't give him a hard time. That, yeah. Don't. That's what I'm saying. You know, don't give him a hard time. That, but the reason he's doing this, he's throwing a grenade at the party so that they'll be like fuck off and they won't bother him about coming anymore. I mean, it sucks losing a drinking partner because I'm sure, sure they've had many fun nights together. Totally. And it's fucking fun to give plastered. Yes, and but this guy is saying that he can't handle it right now. Yeah. If he came, he knew he would break. So that's why he's saying, I'm not sleeping. Well, like how much of an alcoholic was he? It doesn't even matter. Even, you know, like, it, is it going to ruin his life like <laughs> one night? Well, I'll tell you this. Another story, the second story that I have is we did a big weekend back at Penn State once. And one of our friends came and the word was he was sober and everyone was cool with it. And there was a point in the night where he was like, 
he's walking around. It's with, almost like saying you're celibate. Well, <laughs> it's like, well, what are we going to do now? <laughs> like, well, to me, well, I don't like, want to be your friend anymore. <laughs> I'll be their friend. I was hanging out with this guy the whole night. And, you, you know, we're drinking. Hey, make him your designated driver. Exactly. But don't – he – don't make your problem his problem and don't let him make his problem your problem is what I'm saying. So if he doesn't want to drink and he wants to come, that's great. Don't come here and make that our It sounds problem. like he doesn't want to go. He's not going. He's not going. You shouldn't force him to go. Yeah. That's the advice. Don't just lay off He's of him. He's getting his dick sucked by some sober lips. Let him do that. And it feels better than getting wasted with you. So don't be offended by it. But here's the other thing. Don't be offended by how he's being kind of a dick right now because I do understand how he felt that way. Let him come back to you. Be the mom with an open bosom for him to come back to. Be that person that, be just be like, no problem. We're here when you need us. And let him live. Because I remember we had a guy that came to this group weekend and we were all partying and all of a sudden he's drinking non-alc beers. And it's like, okay, maybe it's a little too soon. And then, you know, he thought he could handle it. Then all of a sudden he's looking at everyone, you see him taking shots. And we're like all sitting there being like, oh, fuck. Now you feel bad. We all felt bad. We're like, oh, we're the reason. We don't want to be the reason he but fell he off. But he was probably having a great time. He probably had a great time. But at the same time, he probably woke up the next morning being like, shit, now I'm on day one again. Yeah, but you're Instead not, you're of not day his, 50. You're not his girlfriend. This is the thing. So this is what you I'm saying. You don't have to deal with the hangover, the repercussions. Absolutely not. But that's you why. You go home to let, your home and his girlfriend has to clean up that mess. And let him stay home. Yeah. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Esther Koo. Koo and the gang. Every Friday, go subscribe to her podcast. Great podcast. We just did an episode. Go listen to mine. You can listen to mine. Go on Laughable. Download the Laughable app. Or you, want, you have a profile there. Um, do I? You definitely do. Everyone has a profile. Okay. Laughable is an app where you can go subscribe to Esther. You can subscribe to me and find any podcast that we've been a guest on. Oh, cool. So we should yeah, all get that. Let's do. I also started a second podcast called Hello Crypto Kitty with Rosie Tran. It's about cryptocurrencies. Check that out as well. What? It's about cryptocurrencies? It's about like Bitcoin. Do you guys know a lot about it? Yeah. We're okay. like we're like super nerd. You're out. into it. We're yeah, like I'm invested and I'm like super into it. Friend confessed his love and I ran. Advice before four twenty one would be amazing. Hi, why? What happens on four twenty one? I mean, we're gonna find out. Hi, King of Brunch. Bend over and let me feather them nuts. Same, oh, I will. same guy. Different. This is a woman. Why do they all say that? Because I usually say. This is a different episode since I'm here. I usually spend about the first two minutes of every podcast describing how good it feels when people tweet at me or DM me or post as their Instagram story oh. uh, that they listen to the podcast. And I say it feels like they took a feather and they just grazed it across the seam were, of my nuts. Those were your those were your words. My words that are being referred back to me and making me feel even more feathered on the nuts. <laughs> Female fan reaching out with a problem. On St. Patrick's Day, my good guy friend drunkenly confessed that he loved me. Mm-hmm. Here are the many issues that come with the situation. I'm that not he a- loved her? Confessed that he loved her. Mm-hmm. Here are the many issues well, that come... That's, that's better than being in love with her. Don't you think? What do you, What's the difference? Well, when somebody loves you, they care about you and they appreciate oh, you. You, you think it's better but, than a fetish? Well, not a fetish, but if somebody's in love with you, then that's um, more of a burden okay. to bear. I'm not attracted. So here are the issues, she writes. I'm not attracted to him and only see him as a friend. He has dated my other friend and ended things by ghosting her, even though we're all in the same friend group. They are fine now, but it took a while. And now he is currently dating my roommate. Oh, shit. (laughs) It feels like this guy. Wait, wait, wait. It feels like this guy who's in love with her is just like, it feels like he was trying to get to the queen by killing all the the officers that guarded the queen. The worker bees? Yeah. Doesn't it? But why, it's a would, weird strategy. why would you do that? I would never go out with a guy that I don't my, think he, my friend well, went out with. I know, but I don't think he loves her. I think I, I think I he mean, was just drunk. When you're drunk, you just say, I love you. Well, I think he has Especially a, on St. Patrick's Day. Like you're wasted. And like I, I say I love you to whoever's around me, whoever like pulls my hair back when I par- barf. 
I think it's a little different than that. I think there's like I think a thing. she's reading into it way too he much. He said he loved her. <laughs> yes, but when you're drunk, don't you say I love you to any and everybody? I don't think. I think you know the difference between drunk, I love you, man, and I am in love with you. No, but he didn't say I'm in love with you. He said I love you. He drunkenly confessed that he loved me. Mm-hmm. Okay. That to me is, I don't think she would write in. Okay, go ahead. If it was if it was just a, love you, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not attracted to him. Only seen him as a friend. He's dated my other friend. And anything's by ghosting her, even though we're all in the same friend group. They are fine now, but it took a while. Now he's currently dating my roommate. I didn't see this coming since we have been in the same group of friends for the last couple of years. And he dated my best friend, and I have only thought it, we saw each other as friends. She said the word friends about a thousand times. After he told me he loved me, that I am the one. That's not just an I love you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she puts in quotes, or in parentheses, gag me. <laughs> my roommate came up to us and started talking to him. So I ran out of the bar and Ubered to my friend's house. He texted me that night saying he hoped he didn't make me uncomfortable. And I just replied saying I was confused. Next day he texted me that he knows he said something weird but was blacked out and that I should just ignore it. Okay, you should just ignore it. I lied and said I blacked out also and don't remember talking to him. We haven't talked since forward, that text. Forward him a link to this podcast. <laughs> we haven't te- talked since that text and I'm not sure what to do. We used to talk all the time and I don't oh, want wait, things wait, to be wait. awkward. It was a text? It was. He didn't even say it to her face. No, he said it. Then they oh, had a text then, about then it the next day. about it. Okay. Uh, we haven't texted since that text. So since she said that she was confu- that she lied and said I blacked out and don't remember talking to him, we haven't texted talked since that text. I'm not sure what to do. We used to talk all the time, and I don't want things to be awkward. My friend and I are celebrating our birthdays on 421. He is going to be there. Do you have any advice on what to do? I'm planning on acting like nothing happened, but also worried that he will get drunk again and say something. Also, side note, my lease is up at the end of the month and moving to a new place, so I won't have to see him at my apartment anymore if things still stay awkward. Thanks for all your help. What do you think? Oh, thank God you're moving because this guy sounds, this guy sounds annoying. He's very annoying. You and know, I, I he's don't think fucking he's... your roommate yeah. and he loves you. Like, it's just fucking, ugh, just don't, don't even be around him. I think he has an issue with differentiating girls who will speak to him to girls he loves. I think any girl that will give him attention, he will fall in love with. Yeah. Because he's already... Oh my do- God, that's why we can't just go around talking to everybody. You can't. You can't. That's what sucks about being a woman, I would assume, among other things. But <laughs> this is one of the things where guys, just any attention from women, were like, oh, let's, I guess we're a thing now. Like, it's very tough for us to differentiate between friend energy and love energy. And I think that this guy, he knows, he, this I mean. This is why platonic friendships do not exist. <laughs> I okay? do think they exist. You losers always fall in love with us. I, and you guys just go be friends with other guys. You don't have any friends that are girls, okay? I, <laughs> I do. <laughs> I have friends that are female. But at the same time, I think, look, look at his actions. He's hooked up with a friend, ghosted her hooking up with your roommate currently and now is trying to latch on to you. Maybe you're avert, you know, it feels like a guy who doesn't have a lot of confidence in speaking to women. So the ones that will speak to him is the ones he'll go with. Yeah. You can't just go around talking to guys and you, and yeah. And I think being friends with guys, I think the only way to go through the friends with girls, (laughs) don't talk to the guys that will understand that this sounds hotter than her friend. That's the problem. That could be amongst the issues. I've thought of that too. You know, I think also amongst you have to, you have to be friends with people in your hotness level or else this (laughs) shit happens. This shit, it will well, continue happening if you continue to be roommates with her. The question is, is she going to be your roommate at the next apartment? That's a question to ask. I think she needs to be honest with this guy. I do think, and it's going to be tough. Here's what you do. You text him, hey, I'm. here's what you text him. I didn't black out. Listen, I lied. I didn't black out. You said some things that that really change our relationship. I enjoy hanging out with you as a friend. I don't see you as any. You're hooking up with my roommate, we will not be together. This needs, we, I, I just want to let you know that I don't see you that way. And from now on, I would appreciate you just not talking about this ever again. And let him know and be like, I'm not going to rat you and out to my roommate. No, I don't love you. The feeling is not mutual. The feeling, yeah. If you just say, hey, I do remember that and night. do the, not meet up for coffee no, to do this. No, don't do it over just, coffee. At, take an ax to his heart over text. And you fucking yes. chop off the head. And you because Do you think it'll work? I think also in that text you have to let him know 
I'm not going to rat you out to my roommate. I'm going to keep this between us. I because I cherish my because I feel for my roommate having to be with someone like you that would just jump from chick to chick. So you have to say to him, our friendship is what it is, but it's not going to go beyond that. Also, no, I'm not going to rat you out to my no, friend. And also, I do not want to be friends with you anymore. Yeah, you can't. I mean, this changes everything. You this can't change, have what you had before. That's why it's always risky. Like, if you are in love with a girl who's a friend of yours, do not tell her. Yeah, well. I mean, unless you feel like she loves you back, too. Well, I think also you have to remove yourself from that friendship first. Yeah. There's a, there's a, you have to, you can't just, if he valued your friendship, he would have taken more time and energy with telling you about how much he loved you. Because he didn't value it. He didn't value you as a friend at all. He's trying to hook up with you while being hooked up with by your roommate. Yeah, that's... Ugh, and that's, that's shitty. That's so sketchy. Because that shows you how little he cares about all the friendships. Yeah. So you send him a text, be like, hey, I just want to let you know, I do remember what you said. I do not feel the same way. And also tell him what his rating is. What was it? 667? <laughs> no, that was the last thing. <laughs> and let him know, I'm not going to tell my roommate. Your face is a five. Your body is a two. And your personality is a one. Goodbye. Just, and for that reason, I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> but then let him know, I'm not going to say anything to my roommate because I don't want to make things weird with her and me and you. But let's act like this didn't happen. But no, I don't feel the same way for you. And maybe we should take a break for this friendship for a little bit. Or forever. Yeah. <laughs> JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. That's a deal breaker in a friendship. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. Esther Koo at Esther Koo. On because Twitter he's trying to just fuck her now. That's the problem. Yeah. And you're trying to fuck two girls in one apartment. You know, don't be greedy. Dear Papa Jay. I've been single for a while, but I've been dating casually here and there. Recently, I met up with this guy that I've known virtually for that I've known virtually for a while via only social media. He travels a lot for work, so when he was in town, we finally decided to meet up. We had an amazing time, so I thought we stayed so I thought we stayed out till 3 a.m. talking like we both couldn't shut up. Ha ha. We hung out uh, one other time and we made plans to hang out the ne- the day after, but I didn't hear from him. So I assumed he wasn't interested. Then he texted me saying, "Hey, did you ever get my text? What are the odds that magically I'm not a- I'm not getting your text when we had plans?" So I played it off and said, yes, I did. So he brushed it off, probably because he knows I'm not retarded. And I don't like that word. Uh, (laughs) And I know he never sent the text and said, I miss you. What the fuck? I've even I've met men who do the same. There must be there must be a graveyard of where all the missing texts go. Yeah, right. (laughs) Like, like, let's go visit it. It's probably in like Tennessee or something. She said, I've met men who do the same act before and it makes no sense. Why do men come back in a wishy washy type way? How do I approach a guy when he comes back after playing like he's still interested but only half-ass? Hopefully this may email makes sense. Sorry if I've touched uh, in this topic. If you've touched in this topic before, just want to see your insight. I'm a huge fan. No need to apologize. No need. What do you think? Why do guys do this? The the hookup. And they lie and about then they say, texting you? Well, then they come back into the picture. He's So this guy... Because he's hooking up with other girls. Yeah. And they That's know why. each other via, via social media. They met up. They hooked up. Then they made plans for the next That's day. That's why you meet in real life. Do not meet social media people. Mm. Those people belong on the internet and they're talking to 500 girls at the same time. Well, I think I agree with that in a certain aspect where social media is easy. Think of it like uh, think about like like social stuff. Social media, like it's like when, HPV. Everybody has it. You know, it's easy <laughs> to get. So, but it, but it's just like HPV. <laughs> but I'm saying like when you people are social media protesters and social media social, good on so, social it's, justice warriors. Social justice warriors. It's easy. The reason we all people post about it because it's easy. It's easy to look good on social media. And for him, it was easy to look good over texting and social media and then have one night with you and then back away. And then when he was in person, be like, oh, let's do something tomorrow. And then it became harder. No, just forget about this guy. Move on. There's so many guys out there. Why would you even care? But she wants to know why guys do it. And I'll tell her why why guys do it. I'll tell her why guys do it. We don't want to be the asshole. We want to be remembered fondly. We don't want to be the dick. So when he hooked up with you and then canceled the plans and then talked about this phantom text and then wrote, I miss you, he's just letting you know that you're someone he still thinks fondly of. You're someone in his wheelhouse. He has like 10 girls in rotation. You're one of them. And he's just seeing if... 
he's just making sure he that could he hook c- up with you again by saying I miss yeah, you. Yeah, there and but there's even the guys that do this to not hook up again just to let their know that hey, I'm cool with you. Right. And it's like and you that's don't want to that's fine, but you don't want to waste your time with him. Then don't text him back. I wouldn't even text him back. I'd be like, okay, you're done with me. I had, and that's not to feel bad about the night you had with him. You had I a would, good night. You had I a fun would time. Make good, fun good. Of him. How so? Like anything that I remember from that night, or from <laughs> well, like, no, the veins on the tip of his dick, or whatever. But Just, doesn't isn't that wasted energy? Like to me, like the energy that you're wasting with this not guy. Not if it makes me laugh. I do no. everything for my own entertainment <laughs> there purposes. You go. I think for her, know that he did this not because he thinks less of you it's because he thinks very little of himself and his own energy of putting into women like this guy doesn't want to put the time into you and so you should back away and move out of there yeah and the social media guy that turns into the text guy that turns into the we should hang out guy that you guys hang out and have one night that one fun night was the easiest night he could make time for you he's not going to make time for you beyond how easy it was that night yeah that's what he's saying when he's saying, I miss you. I miss you just enough to meet up at my easiest convenience. It's too easy for him. Yes. So for, But that's also the level of duty is to you. So don't think that he's going to be a different guy. Well, okay, maybe the next time you meet a guy off of social <coughs> media, don't hook up with him so quickly. And yeah. maybe he won't disappear so fast. But maybe he will. Maybe we'll go, oh, that's not the level. I don't want to put in that much maybe, work. Maybe you got a roast beef vagina. I don't know. I Send don't us know. a picture. That's K-train not what I'm saying. <laughs> that's not what I'm saying at all. But I do think that for this this guy, there's an amount of energy people are looking to put into certain people. And that's the amount he was going to put in. Know that that night that you guys had together, how you're, easy you're, it was for him to get You're together. a social media whore. No. JTrainPodcast.com. <laughs> Podcast at gmail.com. Here's a one. Here's a one. Internet stalker and porn. Hey, JTrain. I've been binge listening to your podcast for a few months now, and I always find myself excited to listen on my way to work, to and from work, or at the gym, always making my commute a little more enjoyable. So thanks for that. Insert feather joke here. Been debating writing an email, but after hearing you always give such solid advice that I tend to agree with, I figured I'd like to get your take on the, my, on the dilemma in my life. Okay. A few years ago, I had an internet stalker. I think this is from is this a, lady. a guy I think this or is a, a girl. He mailed me letters. He mailed letters to my house. I lived with my parents at the time. He'd send texts from random numbers saying he's watching me. Oh fuck, this is awful. That he's going to come visit me at work. One text saying how sexy the earrings I wore at work the day that day. You get it. Total out of a creep movie creep stalker. This is fucking horrible. Ugh. He created fake Instagram accounts with my photos. Ugh. Put my picture on Sugar well, Daddy that, websites. That, that actually helps you get verified on Instagram. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Esther's so always you're, seeing you're, the positive. Your stalker actually is more your uh, assistant, the if you manager. Will. Then would screenshot the profile he made and send it to me and mail a copy to my parents. Every time I block a number, I get a harassing test from another number. This one went on for about a year. I went to the police with every email and text he sent. They made a report, but nothing ever came from it. Finally, what he claimed to be his grand finale, he tagged my full name into over... A hundred porn sites. Ugh. Oh my God. So now if you Google my name, 10 plus pages of my of my first and last name come into Google with some perverted porno name attached. This is... Oh my God. Why? Who has the time to do this to somebody? When this first happened, I was completely broken. I had no idea who this person was and why they were so invested in hurting me. I became super depressed, but luckily had some close friends who were there for me. I'm, this makes me depressed. Like... I heard this quote, no one likes a victim, and decided to stop feeling sorry for myself and move on with my life. I'm happy you changed my phone number, good. Moved hall- halfway across the country for a fresh start. As I'm trying to move on, I still find it hard. In this day and age of Google, starting a business, branding yourself, how do you handle it? From Change your name. It's only $35. My boyfriend's parents and sisters, if they bring it up. Just curious if you have any advice on navigating the rest of my life as no, no, I've never done porn. I had a creepy stalker, etc. It gives me anxiety introducing myself. I found it's caused me a lot of anxiety and has made me scared to put my name out there. I've thought about changing my name, but I like my name and then I'd feel like an a- the asshole one. I've contact- contacted the porn sites to have them take down my name, probably 45 plus half, but there's just too many videos. Your advice would be appreciated. Love, a 27-year-old female just trying well, to get her foot in this world. find a lawyer. 
find a lawyer who can help you get that stuff taken down. There's also actually there's a company on Probably Shark Tank that went on oh, yeah. that helps you clean up your online shit. I forget Go what it's those, called. I mean, those all cost a lot of money too. Hey, I think I think hey, those but are, but it's costing her money by having her name I, associated with all this porn shit out I, there. I I agree with all the advice you get. Like go to those companies that can make your Google. There are companies out there that can like. And first of all, so fucking sorry about what happened. This is awful. Yeah, that's so fucked it's up. So fucked up and whatever. But I'll say to this person, all that is good advice. The Google. You know, you go can get to, Google go cleaned. To, you yeah. can get you can get search sites seen. But it is this thing where it's like you feel like the whole room has already seen you naked. Anytime you meet someone, you're like, I would understand. Here's where I empathize with her. It's, it it kind of feels like I would assume, and listen, I don't know what she feels like, but I would assume that every time you meet someone, it's like you forgot their name and you know you should know their name. Like they have something in their mind that they're thinking about or they've already Googled you. This is the thing that follows her to every new introduction because everyone's Googling everybody. So I understand why she feels the way she does. And and I understand not wanting to change your name because you've been you for your whole life. And to all of a sudden change your name just because some fucking asshole was... But this is why the change your name thing... I'm kind of on the side of that. Yeah. Because I, and here's what I'll say to her, whether you change your name or not, I think that's the somewhat of a solution to your problem because then at least if you change your name and you, and you scrub that part of your life, at least how this story comes out with new boyfriends or new, new family members or, you know, new, you know, in-laws or, or job prospects job pro- that's done on your time and on your terms. At least that can be like, Hey boss, I just want to let you know that if you can't find things on me he, and you can figure out a way instead of someone coming at you with it, the fear for her in my mind is that the that she's going to have this aha moment from whoever she's dating or whoever she's working for where gotcha because that's what she's waiting for from everyone she knows post this happening is, hey, I Googled you and you come up on a lot of porn sites. What the fuck is going on? That's what she's fearful of. I think when you change your name, it reverses that. Just, it gets just you, act it, like you're transgender and you have to change your name anyway. Well, from a girl's okay, name yeah. to a guy's name. Because that's what real transgender people do. They do change Sh- their names. Sure. And so just, you know, but l- like I look at myself like I'm gay. Even though I'm not. Okay. But like I'm gay in the sense that I don't have kids. Okay. Right? So I save a lot of money because I don't have any kids. Sure. Just treat yourself like you're transgender. I know it sucks to change your name. Mm. But just... Think of like if you could, a, if you could me, pick your own name, what would it be? And just start going by that. But let me give a, a different perspective on the name thing because of something she said. And listen, I, I don't know how what you do. I can't I can all we're only giving perspective. I think the name change thing changes the game for you because it puts you get to come out with your own you story. You are in control. You're in control. Gives you some of the it gives you most of the control back. And she writes, no um when she wrote, just curious if I, I've, uh, no, I've never, it gets a, I found it caused me a lot of anxiety. I've thought about changing my name, but I like my name and then I'd feel like the asshole won. Okay. He didn't win. I, I think that th- these prideful moments hold us back from living our own lives. And I do understand why you feel that way. But at the same time, like anytime you have a moment where you go, I don't want that person winning, you're holding yourself or back from pretend winning. pretend you're getting married to some guy and you're changing your last name. However okay, you, you have to deal with it. You don't have to change both names. But I'm saying that this... Change this, one name. Cha- you need... You it, change your first name or change your last name. But also try and look at it from a different perspective. You're not letting this guy win. No one would see this as him no, won, you nothing. No, you're not letting him win at all. Like he has issues and he fucked your life up this is but i'm saying like this lets you move on from him it doesn't make it so that he's won the game of your life that's what i'm more getting at i'm trying to speak to her you know what social media people do say if you do have a lot of negative stuff online the way to kind of not scrub it clean but push it down is create content that gets more views Mm. than those links do so but sometimes you know for us that's like you know, that's an answer. But for her, she might just be wanting to like be an accountant. Yeah. You know, and like that's, there's nothing wrong with that. That's why I think she needs to leave the, she needs to change her perspective on him winning. He's not, he's a loser. He's always going to be a fucking loser. Right. You are the person that's going to persevere and you're going to be better for having come through this in the end of the day. 
That's my advice, is try to not look at this as a win-lose view versus him. It's you versus the world and you having a better life and changing your name does not mean that you were defeated. It means that you're growing and you're figuring out how to, you know, how to uh, persevere. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com. Esther Koo here with us at her apartment. I agree with you. Let, don't let him win. You know what I mean? Letting him win is keeping your name to not let him win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In my perspective. Yeah. You're not letting him win at all. Where are we on the time? Uh, we have 12 more minutes. Till an hour? Yeah. Perfect. Let's do another email. Um, I like this one. She's holding me in breakup limbo. Dear Papa JT, been listening since the TFM days. You've helped me with some tricky situations before. I pray that you and your wise guests can tell me what to do here. Background. I've been with this girl. I've been seeing this girl since we matched on Tinder about three months ago. Seven, eight, nine. For the most of that time, it's been pretty casual. A few dates, but mostly late night hookups and sleepovers. She's younger than me. She gets along with my friends and it's pretty fun to hang out with. Plus, it doesn't hurt that she lives in a sorority only a block away from my apartment. We talked about it and we've been exclusive for at least two months. It's a good situation and I like her. Last week, for part of this spring break, she invited me to go on a trip with her. One of her good high school friends and the friend's boyfriend go on a trip with her, one of her good high school friends, and the friend's boyfriend. We stayed in a biggish cabin on the friend's ranch, and it was a fun time. Not your typical spring break, but lots of riding four-wheelers and horses, shooting guns, sightseeing, sex, etc., plus some shopping in the small town near there for the girls. Everybody was having a good time. Sounds like it's the start of a horror movie. <laughs> on the last night of the trip, I started getting different vibes from this girl. She wasn't as talkative or happy. I could tell she was thinking about she something. She started banging somebody else there. <laughs> the five-hour car ride the was... horseback riding teacher. Somebody. That horse. <laughs> that four-wheeler instructor got some play. The five-hour ride back uh, was rough. She barely said anything unless someone asked her a direct question. I even tried putting your podcast on to get some conversation going. Nothing. We just hugged and went to our separate ways once we got back to our the friend's house. I texted her once I finished my solo two-hour drive back from home, from there, asked her if she got home okay, and thanked her for inviting me. Regular stuff, and I got one to three words responses from her. I didn't hear anything from her for the next three days. That's fucked up. She opened the few snaps I sent her but didn't reply. Finally, last night I asked her what was up and tried to apologize for anything I did to make her mad. I couldn't think of anything that stood out, but it was a worth a try. She replied... I'm not sure. I'm just kind of thinking about some things. Uh, okay, what things? I asked if we could meet and talk about it. And she said that she couldn't come to see me right now and that she was too busy moving back into the sorority from a one-week break. So what's my move here? I don't know if I did anything that really upset her. My roommates guessed that if I didn't piss her off directly, it was either because I didn't do anything to make her officially my girlfriend while we were out there uh, or because maybe the friend didn't like me. I guess either is possible, but I was walking on eggshells the entire time to make sure I got along with the friend, even though I really didn't like her that much. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> I, think, I think I know what's coming here, but the freeze that I'm getting from this girl who I really like just sucks. I think she's probably going to end things with me, so what do I do? She's not making any move to talk things out or break up with me. I feel like I already did what I could uh, could in reaching out to her, and she just shot it down. I'm out of ideas. could really use another perspective. Thanks. What do you think? It sounds like she met somebody. Something happened, but that's so weird. They're on a trip. They're literally on a trip with two other people, and at the end, it just get weird like that? Like, if you just wait it out a few months, like, it'll come out. Like, she's going to be with somebody who she met there at the trip. Is that... At the trip, so what, she's with the, the other couple. They're a threesome now. Oh, I don't know how many people were there. <laughs> they, it was just two other, oh. another couple and them. Oh, okay. Maybe she like met somebody online that she's crazy about. You know, like something happened. She like logged on to her Snapchat and somebody else was snapping her. Here's the thing that I'll say to him. I think you're right. Something happened. There's or another maybe, guy. Maybe you did something. But I don't think he did anything wrong. He tried to be a well, good... Well, sometimes guys don't know what they do wrong. Like, sometimes you guys don't cut your toenails, and it's like... But th that's the thing. This, but what you're saying, if it's cut my toenails, that's not a deal breaker. Okay? That's something the girl could come to me and be like, yeah, fucking cut your toenails. But not all... Okay, I, I have the ability to go to a guy and say, cut your fucking toenails. But some girls, like, don't like saying shit like that. Like, they... But I'm saying that's not why you break up. 
Yeah. You break up because you found another guy and then you go, it's your toenails. Because you don't want to have to tell him about the other guy. maybe he did something that he she didn't like. And but she has a hard time expressing why. But here's the thing he can only look at. Did you go, here here's two questions she should ask himself. Did you go on the trip? Did you try and have the best time possible? Were you good to her? Okay? Do you know if the, if the, if you were good to her on that trip? Maybe you ask did, her, is there something that I did that you Well, he kind of already did, he said. He said he texted her um she opened a few snaps. I asked her what was up and she's tried not, to she's apologize. She's not answering why. It's puzzling. Why? He's saying, did I make her mad? Here's the thing. Look at the trip in the broad spectrum. Like, look at it as like a big painting. Look at anything on that trip. If you can't find one thing that you did that would end a relationship, ask- then own the fact that oh, you're I a know, good... I know what it is. What? The high school friend didn't like him. You think that's what it is? Yes, definitely. Because when... Because we always want the best guy for our friends, and we see our friends settle all the time. Mm-hmm. For the friend, he wasn't perfect enough for her. But that's so crazy that and, she would go through this friends, whole trip, and then at the end, be like, "I don't know." Like if he didn't do, here's the thing. And but we, I'm saying we, like we do listen to what our friends have to say. That might be true. And she's like, it, she's like, you're right. I'm making a huge mistake with this guy. I don't want to see him again. Maybe that happened, but at the same time look at the trip and see if you did anything wrong that you would be embarrassed about. Because maybe maybe he's a snorer. Does he snore? <laughs> That's not why you break up with someone. Yes, it is. At the end of a week-long trip together where you went four-wheeling? Uh, four well, they've only been together for two months. Hold on. Here's if I'm, I'm going out with a guy for two months and he snores, fuck it, I'm out of there. You're out of there. Yeah. I think what this guy has to look at if there's nothing on that trip that you should be embarrassed about, then you are you and maybe she's just not into you. That's fine. Maybe she's moved on from you, but you deserve to go to her and be like, hey, we've been exclusive for two months. You need to let me know if you don't want to be in this anymore. I'm fine with that because right now she's not adding up to your standards. Everything he asks, he's like, what did I do wrong? Maybe you did nothing wrong. Maybe you were just you and she doesn't like you and that's fine. That's totally fine that she doesn't like you, but you deserve an answer. And you and right now she's not adding up to your standards, which is someone that's responsive to your asking if there's anything wrong when they're being wrong. Does he deserve an answer? Why does he deserve? Why because does he been, deserve an answer? Because he went on a trip with her. He took the trip with her. He was nice to the yeah, friends. Yeah, but maybe what the an- maybe the answer is something awkward to say to somebody like. But, but at the same you time, snore. Maybe if that's the answer, and that's why, then you have to deal with the shame of someone who ends things with someone over snoring. This is the thing. She's trying to get out of the idea that she's she doesn't... I, I, what I think is I think nothing happened on the trip except maybe the friend was like, I don't really like this guy. You should get away from him. Then she felt bad about it and she got distant because she wanted he, him to break up with her. But he's saying, I like you. I'm enjoying our time together. What's wrong? She should be able to answer that question. And if, if what's wrong is enough for her to break it up, that's fine. I just want to be released from this. Right. I don't want to be held in this contract that we have. Right now, you're making me hold to a contract that you're not a, you're not let, abiding by. Okay, what's her Snapchat? We'll Snapchat her. <laughs> yeah, we'll let and her we'll know. we'll get the answer, and we'll get back to you. We're a third party. We're safe. You can trust us. But I think this guy needs to look at it, look, rise from his own body and go, did I do anything wrong? No? Okay. Well, hey, I'm being trying yeah, to be a re- good boyfriend. Replay the whole trip. Replay it. Replay it, like... Line by line, write us an email. What did you do? What didn't you do? No, did go you- to her and just be like, hey, <laughs> hey, I'm trying to figure out uh, what happened on this trip. Yeah. I like you. I want to keep going. Are we done? Because you're acting like someone who doesn't want me to be your boyfriend, which is, and I would say, which is fine, but I need to not be held to you right now because I'm trying to move on if there's something and I would like to know what I did if it's nothing that's fine too and you just don't feel the match anymore because of this you know because this could be detrimental to this guy going forward he's going to be on every trip being like well I don't want to ruin things walking on eggshells no you didn't do anything wrong if you're acting as yourself no sometimes everyone's fine sometimes it takes two months to realize that you're not compatible that's fine too big deal but but that's the biggest that's the hardest breakup to do is the one where you're like, there's no reason because to do it. Because in his mind, he was in the honeymoon phase and was like yeah, in she love was, with her. She thinks he's gonna, she's going to break his heart, which she is, but she needs to do that sooner than later. 
Yeah, I mean, it sucks. in a perfect world, everybody would tell each other exactly why they broke up but with them. But at the same time... But the, we don't always get that luxury. We don't get that luxury, but he was on a trip with her where it's like, it's Okay, weird. oh my God, get over the trip. <laughs> I'm Who never cares? Gonna get you over go the on trip. a fucking trip, so you're like... I'm never going to get over the trip. You sign he, your life away with a, with a freaking trip? This isn't the sign of life away. I'm saying, let me fucking go and fuck other chicks. <laughs> he, it sounds like he's released. I don't think that she would give him that... There's no way that if he went and fucked a girl tonight that she'd be like, oh, okay, you, you know, you got the message. I guess you got the hint. She would go to her friends and be like, this fucking asshole slept with someone because it makes her seem like, because right now their breakup, there's no good guy, bad guy. Those are the toughest breakups. Yeah. When there's no bad guy to go to your friends and be like, look what he did to me. She Then that's why she's holding off and breaking up. She's holding off and breaking up because Sounds like this guy fine. doesn't floss. Okay, you need to floss every day, morning, <laughs> afternoon and night more floss <laughs> esther thank you for coming on thank you so much this was such a fun time yeah man go follow esther at esther Koo on twitter and instagram go listen to uh jared's episode on Koo and the gang right now go listen right now and go subscribe to her i'm jared freed at jared freed on instagram every tuesday and friday we'll be back next episode boom